the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called being imitators of Christ. God desires each and every one of us who've been blessed to be born again to be imitators of Him. So that we can successfully be imitators of Him, God gave us an example to follow. That somebody is Jesus Christ. Jesus was the example provided by God to help me and you to imitate Him like He wants all of us to do. Jesus is the example that the Father gave us, His blood-bought church to follow. Then we'll live the blessed life that God wants us to live, and we'll be the blessing that He wants us to be, inspiring others to live the blessed life like you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Go back to Romans chapter 7, verse 7. It says, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? Heck he no. God forbid. It ain't sin. Nay, I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust, except the law had said, thou shalt not covet. See, the reason why we should delight in hearing and learning God's law is because we only know sin by learning God's law. We only know sin by learning God's law. Now, when I say we only know sin by learning God's law, I am not saying that we learn to sin by learning God's law. I am not saying that we learn to sin by learning God's law. I said we learn what is sin by learning God's law. See, that's what false teachers teach you. Like there's bad teaching going on right now. They tell you, well, see, no, don't anybody tell you about the law because then you'll have a sin consciousness and then they'll sin. So if you keep telling them about sin, then they're going to sin. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Let an ex-sinner flat out testify. Long before I ever knew this law, I was sinning real big, real good. Are you listening to me up in here? So I didn't learn sin by learning the law. I learned sin by growing up Silly. Are you listening to me over here? I ain't learned, I didn't even learn that I was sinning until I learned the law. Because that's what the scripture is saying. Scripture is saying you find out you sin once you get God's instructions, his, his doctrines, and his teachings. That's when you find out you're wrong. Because every man thinks he's right in his own eyes. But God shows us what the right is. And when we look at ourselves next to the right, we're like, oh, that, oh okay, praise God, that ain't me. Over there, I look in scripture, and he used to go, this way it would be for me. I'd go in scripture, and I would look, and I'd be like, mm, that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm, I ain't doing that. Or I'd look in scripture and say, mm, that ain't what I'm supposed to do, huh? I just did that. 
And I wouldn't be like, oh, see, that preacher, I can't stand that preacher. That's like me. Praise God. I'm a preacher that teaches what's right. Praise God. And I'm the best pastor in the world till I get to what you're doing. And then as soon as I get to what you're doing, all of a sudden, I ain't no good no more. I don't think he, I don't think he got revelation no more. Why is it I lost my revelation when I get to yours? How is it that I lost my anointing now that I ain't got to yours? I was anointed all get out before blowing folk, they fall down. Praise God. And it wasn't because I had bad breath. Are you listening to me up here? Hallelujah. But now all of a sudden, I ain't got no more anointment because I'm teaching you what's wrong and teaching what's right. Devil is a liar. It's your flesh is talking. Your flesh say, look, you better back up off of this. Let's leave. Let's go find us a church where they say it's okay. Go ahead. Door ain't locked. But if you want to walk in God's way, stay. Because you're going to learn what it is that you're supposed to learn. And your life can turn. You're supposed to rejoice. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Bad teachers teach you that foolishness. That the law causes you to sin. Because you know as in learn sin by the law. And in, and, and, and in know. And in, so now I know how to sin. And I, and I got the desire to sin. Trust the brother. I had the desire to sin long before I even knew the law. I didn't even know, I didn't even know what the Bible was. And I was well-versed in sinning. Praise God. A connoisseur of sin. Praise God. Hallelujah. It wasn't until I found out what the law was. I'm like, oh, see, see, it snapped. That's me right there. Golly gosh. It's the opposite that's true. See, when we learn what we're already doing and what we're already contemplating doing is sin, that comes from learning what God has to say about a matter. See, the only way that we come to know what sin is is by learning God's law, his instructions, his teachings, his doctrine. Once again, don't get caught up in that word law because many people are turning that law, the word law into a bad word. Don't get caught up in that word law. The word law means doctrines, teachings, and instructions. So if you think that's a bad word, then that means you think God's doctrines, God's teachings, and God's instructions are bad. No, that's what's good, and that's what you want to learn. See, every man thinks he's right in his own eyes, but the law gives you opportunity to know what's right for real, what's right shown enough, what's right in God's eyes. Because if it ain't right in God's eyes, it ain't right. See, once we know the truth of what's sin in God's eyes, then we can walk in the truth by making sure that we don't do that no more. Now, the good part about it is, is that when you find out what God has to say, God gives you the power to do it that very day, too. You don't just get the instructions that God gives to you. You also get the ability to do what God said do. Y'all looking at me like it's not true. Praise God. Turn over to Isaiah chapter 11. Hallelujah. We could, Isaiah chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah chapter 11. I love the Lord. And I love what he does for us. Straightens us up so that we can step into the fullness of what he has in store for us. Isaiah chapter 11, we're going to start reading in verse 1. It's speaking of Jesus. It says, and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. That's talking about Jesus. He is that rod from the stem of Jesse, from the stem of Jesse because he comes from the lineage of Jesse. That was his great-granddaddy or granddaddy. Praise God. And as a result, he came through that lineage that he's talking about. It says, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Then he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor. With righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. Why? Because, and the righteousness shall be his girdle. 
girdle of his loins and the faithfulness is the girdle of his truth. He'll be able to strap himself down with truth, knowing exactly what to do. But notice the word of God, praise God, who is Jesus? Jesus is the word of God. Just like Jesus was anointed with the Holy Ghost and then went about doing things that was good for the, that the father called good. It's the same way that we will receive the word of God, which has an anointing on it that, that, that allows us to do good. Look what's on it when the spirit of the Lord is on it. It says the spirit of wisdom and understanding. You'll have both wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is the true insight into a matter. And understanding is that you'll know why you're doing what you do. It lets you know why you're doing what you do. So you can then be able to understand, okay, I understand this thing now. Because remember, he said in all you're getting, get understanding. But look what comes next, the spirit of counsel and might. The word of counsel and might. The word counsel in the Greek, in the Hebrew is the word etsa, E-T-S-A-H, etsa. And one of the things that that translates is advice. That's the primary thing that it translates is advice. God gives us advice of how to live our lives. God don't make you live your life. He leaves the choice up to you, but he gives you advice by way of his word of this is what you should do, baby. This is what you shouldn't do, baby. And it'd be one thing if he just gave you advice. But look what's attached to that advice, counsel and might, which means he don't just give you what to do. He gives you the power to do it to because that's what that word might means. That word might translates power. God gives you the power. It gives you the strength to be able to do it, which means even if you previously couldn't do it, now you can do it. Why? Because now you have received a word from God, which gives you both advice and the might and the strength to be able to pull it off. That's good news. So that means that whenever you get a word from God, baby, you can now do what God said do. Because you got the power, you got the advice and the power to do what he said do. Hallelujah. That's why I tell people, people, you know, look at me crazy when I tell them this. I'm a, you know, I know I'm a different preacher. Praise God. But I tell people, I don't care what you're doing wrong. Just keep showing up to church. That's all I want you to do is just keep showing up to church. I don't care what you're doing wrong. Just keep showing up. Don't, don't feel all condemned about what you're doing wrong. Condemnation has been handled by Jesus. Now, therefore, there's, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But the law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus set us free from the law of sin and death. There is no more condemnation. God wants to use you. God wants to live in you. He's already living in you. He ain't, he ain't moving his stuff out just because you done made a mistake. Praise God. He still wants to use you. But that doesn't mean he don't want to clean up the crib. Does anybody hear me? That if he's going to live in you, he wanted to clean. He wanted the way it's supposed to be. He wanted to represent what he's about. And so you just keep showing up because what's going to happen is that every time you come, you're going to get a word. And when you get a word, all you're supposed to do is adjust yourself to what you just heard. And if you couldn't do it before, you received a power to do it too. I tell people, keep smoking them cigarettes. Just keep showing up. Don't smoke them up in here. But keep smoking them. Just keep showing up. Keep blowing your dope. I don't care if you come in here high. I'm going to blow your high anyway. Because greater is he than me, in me than he that's in the world anyway. I'm going to blow the high right off of you. And you're going to be just as sober. So I can, give me, let me give you some advice. Don't waste your money buying no dope before you come up in here. Is anybody hear me? Because I'm going to blow your dope anyway. You're going to spend all that money for nothing. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But anywho, just show up. Because what you're going to get, eventually you're going to get a word. God's going to talk to you about something. God's going to share with you something. And when God gives you a word, which includes advice, power comes with it. You see, that's what a lot of saints problem is. They trying to make adjustments in their life before they got the word about it. They trying to make an adjustment in their life before they got the word about it, before God talked to them about it. Because they seen what other people do. We trying to imitate other Christians. And then we keep falling and we keep not accomplishing it. Why? Because we trying to do what they do, not trying to do what Christ do. We're trying to do what they do. When you do what Christ do, the power comes with it too. 
When you do it yourself, you're doing it on your own. Are you listening to me? But when you do it, when he gave you a word, now he gave you the power to do it, which means whatever he gave you the ability to do, you now got the ability to do it. The moment I read that word, when he gave me that word about let no corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth, only that which is good to edify. I saw that. That thing like it went on the inside of me. The me on the inside was leaping and shouting. Trust me, the brother on the outside wasn't shouting because I'm thinking like, that's what I do, man. I cuss. I kind of sore cuss. Praise God. Amen. But then I said, wait a minute. But if that's what my father say, then that's what I'm going to do. And I looked at the guy and said, thank you. Amen. And from that point forward, I made a decision. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do it no more. That's it. And was I successful every time? Nope. Something fall on my foot? I still hadn't learned how to handle that one. <laughs> so something fall on your feet. Bleep, bleep. But then it was like, oh, the thought anchor your soul. The truth anchors your soul. Say, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Well, you ain't supposed to be doing that. And I'd be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. My bad. My bad. Right. Dag nabbit. <laughs> or come up with something else to say. <laughs> Praise God. I had to figure out something else to say. Praise God. Hallelujah. I had to go get, go get the, amen. <laughs> Folk and ask them, hey man, how, how do you handle it? And then they tell me, well, you know, I just, I found, I, found, I found out some of them prayed in the spirit. And so I got filled with the Holy Ghost. So when something fall on my foot, I'm like, I didn't curse. Praise God. I was excited. Praise God. But the point I'm raising is that he gives you the power to do it. Quit trying to do it on your own. Let him give you the power to do it. But you have to accept the word that he gives you. When you accept the word that he gives you, he gives you the power to do it. Turn over to Romans chapter 1. I'll show you in another place. That's the Old Testament. Let me take you to the new place. Praise God. Romans chapter 1. Then. Hallelujah. You've been tainted. Romans chapter 1. Start reading at verse 15. It says, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome. This is what Paul's saying to them. I'm ready to preach this word to you. Preach this truth to you. Why is that? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Notice it is the power of God to everyone that believeth. Which means to you who believe God's word, it becomes the power of God. That it ain't just a word you heard. It becomes the power of God. Whereas the encapsulated in every word that God gives you is the power of God. To get you unto that salvation or that manifestation that God has in store for you. That's shouting ground right there, which means once you believe God's word or another way of phrasing is accept what he say is true and make a decision. That's what I'm going to do. The power of God is released from that. In the Greek, that's the word dunamis, which means God's explosive ability, God's miraculous ability. Come on now. It's the same word we get our word dynamite from. Dynamite. Praise God. We get a chance to be able to receive the explosive power of God. Dynamite moves stuff. It changes stuff. And God's word will move you and it'll change you. And it'll blow away what used to be there. Because wherever dynamite is, what was there ain't there no more. So when God give you a word about something you're doing that you shouldn't be doing, and he give you a word on that, it'll blow it away and it won't be there no more. The desire will be gone and it'll be replaced with a fire from God. Where you'll be fired up to do what God wants you to do. Because you now have the power of God to do it. Which means you'll be able to be successful at doing it. No wonder Paul said, I can't wait to teach you this word. That's how I feel when I get here. Sometimes I be wanting, I just, I just want, I just want to teach y'all. Why? Because I, be, I, I, I got the power, the power of God unto salvation. That's going to be able to get you to have the manifestations that God has in store for you. But it's only in God's word. See, the only way we come to know what sin is is by the word. That's why we got to learn God's law so we can find out. Because it not only gives us the advice of what we should do, but it also gives us the power to do it. 
Turn over to John chapter 8, please. It not only gives us the advice of what to do, but it gives us the power to do it. I like power. Praise God. John chapter 8. Jesus was teaching his disciples here. Praise God. Was hollering at them, talking to them, training them, developing them, trying to get them to be the people that he wanted them to be so that they can be able to be used by him to set other folk free, just like he's doing that same thing with you and me. We'll pick up at verse 29. He said, and he that sent me is with me, and the Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that pleases him. Jesus teaching his disciples how they ought to think too. Jesus said of himself, I think always, I do always those things that please him, speaking of the Father. Which means Jesus said, I ain't trying to please myself. I'm trying to please the Father. I ain't trying to make myself feel good. I'm trying to please the Father. That's shouting ground because he's telling us what to do. Remember, he told us to be imitators of him. That ought to be our desire to please the Father. That if it pleases the Father, that's what we want to do. Because see, pleasing the Father don't necessarily mean it's going to initially please you. Pleasing the Father does not mean it's going to initially please you. Trust the brother. I told you my whole life was opposite of what God said. Even though I would receive what the man of God said, that don't mean I liked it. Just because I received what the man of God said, don't think I liked it. I received them Brussels sprouts my mama used to cook, but I didn't like them. But if you said eat them, I'll eat them. Especially if you were standing there with a belt or a big spatula, praise God, I'm going to eat them. But anyway, the point I'm raising is is that you ain't always going to like it, but God didn't ask you to like it. He asked you to love him. And if you love him, you'll do what he said do. Because this ain't about like, this is about love. So that's what he was telling them to do. But look what he said right there. This gets good right here. And he spake these words, verse 30, many believed on him. Many believed on him. Which means not everybody believed what he was saying. Many did, but not everybody did. Then said Jesus to those Jews, which Jews? Those Jews which believed on him. If you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. Now that's how it goes. You got to be there. When I read the Bible, I'm there. I don't know about you. I don't read it like a comic book. I, really, I read it like, like it's really there. And so I go right there, and I'm like, I'm like right there, and I'm watching this whole thing. And this is powerful right here. Because Jesus said unto those Jews, which Jews? The ones that believe. Because he spoke to everybody. But everybody didn't believe him. We're going to play a little game right here. Y'all, this section over here. I'm going to say something, praise God, in a minute or two. And y'all, all of y'all be saying like, I don't know about that. I don't believe all that. And then, and then, and, and at the same time I say something, y'all say, oh man, I believe that. That's, that's good. So let's practice. I'm going to say something. And y'all going to say what? Yeah, there you go. And y'all going to say what? Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, I like that. Okay. We're going back to the scripture now. Jesus said, he spoke to everybody. He told him, I only do what it is that pleases my father. That's all I do. And I ain't doing nothing else. And he said unto them that believe. Do it again. You didn't see this. I only do what it is that my father that pleases my father. I don't do nothing else. That's good. I like that. And then he said unto them that believed. He quit talking to the ones that wasn't paying no attention to him. He started talking to the ones that would pay attention to him. He quit talking to the ones that said they don't believe it. 
He quit talking to the ones that wouldn't receive it. Right. He like, whatever. Just start hollering at the people that'll do it. Because there's always a people within the people. There's always a people within the people. Everybody, all of us are Christians that have received Jesus Christ as Lord and their Savior. But there's a people within the people. Mm-hmm. And, and the people's own decision as to whether they're going to believe it decide which group you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be the ones he keep hollering at, keep talking to? Because he's going to keep talking to the ones that want to do what he said do. Mm-hmm. But ones that don't want to do it, whatever. And he'll start talking to the ones that do. Mm-hmm. Y'all not hearing this. I want him to keep talking to me. I want him to keep sharing with me. Some of y'all be saying, like, I don't hear God talking no more. Maybe it's because you didn't do the last thing he said. Maybe it's because you didn't believe the last thing he said. You know, when you believe it, you order your life according to it. When you believe it, you order your life according to it. Like if somebody came to the back, brother, stand up, stand up, and then holler holler out, say, the building's on fire, the building's on fire, and then run out the door. Now, when he did that, they, they understand. When he did that, if we all sat here like this, and then if I start asking y'all, do you believe it? Everybody say, yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Do you believe it? Uh-huh. Do you believe what he said? Yeah. No, you don't. Because <laughs> if you did, you wouldn't be sitting your tail here. Are you listening to me over here? We would, <laughs> we would have got outed. We'd have like got out there and figured out was he telling the truth later. Are you listening to me? We'd have struck. <laughs> snatched our stuff up and left. Are you listening to it? Pick up some offering envelopes on the way out so we can give on outside and then, and, and then we'll go Why are you laughing? And then, and then we'd have did that later. Are you listening to me over here? And if you really believe what God is saying you'll do it. And God said if you don't want to do what I say I'll start talking to the one that do. Because the next revelation comes to the one that did the previous revelation. The next piece of understanding comes to the one that did the previous one. Because once you do, God said, oh, you'll do? Let me tell you some more to do. And that's when he told them this. Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on him, if ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. Notice, then are ye my disciples indeed. He told them, you got to continue in my word. You got to continue in my word. Which means keep on keeping on. Keep doing it. Don't stop. Keep on. Continue what? In my word. Now, when he says in my word, literally, that means in the word that is mine. Peculiarly mine. Characteristic of me. This is how it literally reads. Continue in the word that is mine. Particularly mine. Peculiarly mine. Characteristic of me. Another way of phrasing it. Continue in the word that only comes from me. The one that I shared with you. The one that came from my father that sent me to talk to you. The one that's peculiarly mine. So this mine's and ain't nobody else got it. Note, it separates me from everybody else because this is my word. This ain't the way the world thinks. This is the way I think. Because it's characteristic of me. Now, this is powerful. Because if we continue in the word that God gives to me and you, we will begin to start conducting ourselves in a way that is characteristic of him in a way that's characteristic of him. And that's what we want to do. We want to be able to walk in his character. We want to be able to operate the way he do too. See, many of us was a character, but God wants us to walk in his character. Many of us were a character, still our character. And, but God wants us to walk in his character. That's what he wants us to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. 
I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about God's desire for us to be like Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of our living our lives, imitating Him like He wants me and you to do. Because if we do, then we'll do what we need to do to be like God like He wants us to do so that we can live the awesome life that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him like He wants us to do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after so just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fodder for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. H-E-W hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office or arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.